Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Alexa Dad. Joe Vitale, Randy Carricker. Uh, one of these things is not like the other. Uh, both of you join me here at 101 ESPN, but both of you do pre- and post-game shows on Bally, Joe now and then, Alexa all the time. And so uh, this is kind of like Joey V. One of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. How are you doing this morning? Hey, Randy, what's going on, Alexa? Good morning to you. Yeah, you know, listen, Randy, we'll let you sit in for this one, but we are pretty big time, obviously. And uh, I, I am going to make a little bit more time for the radio bits here. But, yeah, it's, it's been a great TV week for me. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I would say I'm the one who's the odd person out because I'm new to St. Louis. Working with both of you gentlemen has been an absolute blast for me. Joey V, we had an awesome time on Bally's doing pre and post the other night. Randy, you having me on your radio show has been an absolute blessing. Thank you so much. You're a joy to work with. So I think I'm the odd one out here, but I'm having a blast. And it's Friday morning. So Joey V, we are so excited to talk to you about basically everything uh, that doesn't involve what you do for a living <laughs> because that, that was so brutal last night. Joey V, what is going on? Five nothing? You get shut out by the Coyotes who, you know, are, don't even have a, a home to call home. And it, the, the whole night, you're just shaking your head. You know, this, these games, Alexa, and Randy, I know I've told you this before. There's the expression in sports, let's just sweep this one under the rug, right? Well, when I was a kid, we didn't have rugs in my house. I had six kids. I, my, my mom and dad had six kids. I was one of six. I was right in the middle. So we didn't have rugs because they were constantly getting milk spilled on and, you know, crumbs, and it was just basically a breeding ground for bugs. So we didn't have rugs in our house. So whenever someone had to sweep the floor, you know, usually it was usually it was the younger son and the younger daughter. So my sister Josie was the youngest girl. My young, I was the youngest boy. So the youngest always had our job was sweeping the floor. So we didn't have rugs. So that, that term I never quite understood. Out of the rug. We would sweep it into the air vents. I saw these air vents on the floor when I was about seven years old. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. It's a contraption for dirt and crumbs and cereal <laughs> and gummy worms and things like that, crayons, whatever, you know, Batman toys. So we would literally lift up these air vents. We would sweep everything from the floor in these air vents because we thought that's where it went. And I swear to you, we'd be at dinner, we'd be making pasta, and we'd be all sitting around, all eight of us at the table, and all of a sudden the AC or the heat would come on, and poof, you'd see all these crayons and crumbs and crumbs <laughs> up in the air, and my dad would just look at us and just shake his head. So I never understood the term, uh, stupid under the rug. 
I've always understood the term sweep it into the air vent. And I think last night to me, that one would be under the category of let's just sweep that one into the air vent. But like, like the air vent taught me, it will come back and at some point. But just not this morning. We don't, we don't need to touch on it. Okay, good. Let's let's move on then. Uh, so the the classic line, one of the one of the first lines that couples ever ask themselves is mountains or beaches. Joey, you've had mountains for the last couple of days in Arizona and now in Denver. If you're given the choice between the mountains of Arizona or Colorado or the beaches of California or Florida, what are you going with? Oh, beaches all the way. Listen, I went up mountain once. I went up mountain once. I kind of I did my Daniel Booth thing. I went to tears then. I was in Vail. I mean, listen to me. I'm I'm really rustling in Vail. You know what I mean? I was I was in the, the nicest part of Colorado. I decided to go on a on, on a little hike myself. I'm not. I, I don't think you guys ever done that by yourself. I was scared the whole time. Like every every step, I'm looking up in these trees. You know, these mountain lions will get you. Like these mountain lions just hang out. And there's more mountain lion attacks nowadays because people keep entering deeper and deeper into the woods into their territory. But I was scared the whole time that a mountain lion was going to jump on me. Finally, I heard a noise. It was actually one of those mountain goats, which which are amazing creatures. Have you ever seen these guys? run up and girls too for that matter run up and down these mountains uh they got these little two these two-toed hooves have you ever seen these things these two-toed hooves and they got these really widespread feet and they're able to kind of go up down these mountains here it was amazing to see them run and uh, i didn't see any predators chase them but if you want to watch on national geographic they're running away from predators up and down these mountains and they can jump like 10 to 12 feet up in the air so fascinating creatures so uh, one of the most fascinating creatures are in the mountains randy and alexa but for me uh i can watch them on tv there's no need for me to go back in the mountains it's, it's, it's dangerous out there i'd rather be i'd rather be on my treadmill just climbing up a uh, 15 15 degree incline joey how did your suitcase look packing for this trip because you're going to arizona which is hot and then you've got colorado cold winnipeg pretty freezing right you've got a, a town that has buildings basically connecting to each other so you don't have to go outside so is your suitcase just exploding right now with all sorts of different seasonal wardrobes i'm a minimalist i'm a minimalist alexa i keep it very simple people always laughing because they, they always admire how small my suitcase is i have one carry-on because listen i have a suit pants suit jacket and, and, and an over jacket and then from there, you just throw in a couple extra shirts and a few extra pairs of underwear and socks and some workout clothes, workout shoes, and that's it. Well, of course, adopt kit. Can't forget adopt kit. I played in, I played with Rob Scuderi when I was in Pittsburgh, and when we were in Pittsburgh. We had a lot of overnight trips, like Columbus, New York Islanders, Rangers, Boston. I mean, it was quick. You, you go there, you one night, you come right back the next day. Rob Scuderi would only bring adopt kit. He just had that small little bag. He'd have his, his toothbrush, his toothpaste his deodorant, and then he pulled up his tie and put it on the outside pocket. Right, there. I mean, He was like the most minimalist player I've ever seen. So I'm not quite to that degree. Uh, but aside from, aside from spilling stuff on my shirt every now and then, I really don't need uh, much else uh, beyond that. But uh, hey, I was at a restaurant the other day. This is good. You, you guys are smart people. Check this out. So I was at a restaurant the other day speaking of spilling stuff myself, and I started stacking the plates. I was with a friend. We had a nice breakfast. I started stacking my plates after we were done eating. And we're waiting there. I clean up the table. My friend said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just stacking, I'm stacking the plates, helping, helping our lady out. So she can, she goes, you know how rude that is? I go, rude stack plates at a restaurant to help the waitress? What are you talking about? So he started going into this whole thing about how apparently when your guys sit out at a restaurant, it's rude to stack plates and collect utensils. Have you guys ever, have you guys ever encountered anything like this? No, I do the same thing, Joey V. Why is it rude? He says it's rude because it's sending a message to all the other customers that the wait staff is behind. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And then he went on further to say, and this actually kind of makes sense. I guess a lot of these restaurants, they have a 
system for cleaning plates and utensils. So they have like a swipe off system and I've never worked at a restaurant, but apparently there's like a swipe off system and each restaurant does it differently. So when you stack it, for example, like if you have a plate on top of a plate with ketchup, now you got ketchup on the bottom when maybe they wouldn't do it that way. So then they got to clean the bottom versus just the top, which that kind of makes sense. But yeah, it's kind of one of those, one of those weird ones I've never really quite understood, but it certainly got me thinking. I, I, we need to get texts in on this, 399-9646. Joey, another thing I do is when I leave a hotel room, I'll take all the towels and then just wrap them up in the biggest towel and put it up on the counter for the, the maid who's servicing the room because I want to make her laugh. I don't want her to have to bend over and pick up my wet towel. So I just put them all in one towel and leave them on the counter when I leave. Listen, I'm with you, Randy, all the way. I, I'm all about making people's lives a little easier to take care of me. My wife is really, really good about this. Uh, Alexa, I don't know if um, you and your fiance have someone clean the house. Randy, I'm not sure if you and your wife and kids have someone clean the house. But we have one lady clean our house every two weeks because, again, it's just impossible to keep up with five kids. And I will, it, the morning before our, our cleaning service ladies show up, it is like it is like complete mayhem in my house. My wife is on her hands and knees. She's scrubbing. She's cleaning. She's doing laundry. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, the clean the clean team's coming. I just want to make sure it's coming. Like, that this is their job. Like, what? What have you gone completely mad? Like, have you? It's like, no, I just feel bad. Like, there's toys in the ground. There's like stains on the table. I'm like, honey, honey, like, please get a hold of yourself. So I, I know I know a lot of moms out there. Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but it blows my mind. The whole, my whole life, I've always had the fear of the cleaning person coming to my house because I have to clean before the cleaning person gets there. A hundred percent. This is amazing. That, that is a real thing. You have to pick up before the cleaning person comes. Real? This is a real thing, Randy. My mom, my wife was talking to some of her friends about it. They all do it. Everyone is just like up at 5 a.m. They're vacuuming. They're disinfecting. And they're literally prepping it. For the people who are going to prep it for you again, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, honey, like we got, we got to get a hold of ourselves here. So at least I'm not the one. Thank you. It's really real. I have, I have a friend who told me this is so incredible. A friend who told me that the, the same thing happens at her house. She cleans when the cleaning crew's coming over. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, but it's great. It's real. It's a real thing. I don't know where it started, but it's crazy. But it's real. Okay, so Joey V has a day in Denver. What what does a day off in Denver look like for Joe Vitale? Well, a day off in Denver, uh, it's going to be quite easy one today. There's a great trail. There's a great trail right outside our hotel between the ball arena there and the Four Seasons where we're going to be staying. So there's going to be a great trail there. I always like to hit it. Even on those cold mornings, it's just good. I mean, Denver's great. I mean, you guys have been to Denver. I mean, it's, it's cold, but it's sunny. And so that's what's it's nice to kind of get out there a little bit. They have a great bread scene, a great bread scene. In Denver, they have a lot of great uh, weed out there. So I try to hit a couple of little bread shops around the area. Um, I'm kind of a Whole Foods nut. I'm kind of a, I, I love a grocery store. I can just walk around a grocery store all day long. Whenever it's grocery time in my house, I'm always the first one to jump on it. I like taking my time. I'll go down aisles. I don't even need to go down. I'll end up I'll end up spending you know you know way more than I need to. But uh, Whole Foods is right by there too. So I will literally kill an hour hour and a half just walking up and down the aisles. Awesome. People people typically look at me. Like the workers there, like, is this guy trying to steal something? What is he doing here? Is he lingering? Like, what, is he homeless? What, what's going on here? But uh, that, that's where I kind of will be. And, you know, it's, it's going to be um, a good day off here. A quick little reset, obviously, for the Blues, just to touch on it uh, a little bit. I was just kidding earlier. But, yeah, it, it was a tough one last night. So a good day off here in, in Denver is certainly going to be something I think the Blues need to just kind of get a little reset. We were at the Mold Arena last night. And first time there, guys, and we were really up close and personal to the game itself because that's kind of where the broadcast booth was. And it was nice to see, like, 
that to me, the emotion, there was so much emotion in that game from the Blues standpoint. At one point in the third period, Jordan Cairo turns the puck over, comes back to the bench. Craig Berube's barking at him. He's got his hands up in the air. He's yelling back. Tara Single slams the door. I mean, without a doubt, I mean, I know things are tough right now, uh, but I will say there's just so many competitors on this team, and frustration is certainly starting to boil over here. So it's all about can they channel that frustration here in the next couple of days, get a quick little reset before facing a very good Colorado team who just lost on home ice to another bad team, the Anaheim Ducks. So two good teams losing to some bad teams, and, and it's going to be interesting to see Colorado and Winnipeg before they enter into this break. Hey, Joey V, real quick, before we let you go, choose your fighter out of some of the guys that we've seen scrap recently. Levo, Barbashev. Neighbors. Neighbors. Who you got? Well, I, I'll go uh, option four there, Robert Bortuzzo. You know, he, I, of course, I, I grew up playing with him. We were in the minors together. I've seen him fight some just big boys. I mean, he, he's fought some of the toughest guys in the National Hockey League. And, and I say Robert Bortuzzo because he's just got those long monkey arms. He just, he, I mean, it's just so like, like um, what's that, what's that orange What's that orange monkey with the big arms? That a ch- not chimp. Orangutan. Orangutan. Yeah, it's like a orangutan. He's got like a little orangutan arm. Like he, he just his arms are so much longer and lengthier than his body should should probably put up with. But he just got that long reach. And I know you know you think you think of fighting in hockey, you think of you know, strength, you think of feistiness, you know, anger. Uh, it, to me, so much of it is just length. I was talking to Paul Bissonette, a uh, former teammate of mine who does the Arizona Free and Post, talking to him for a while last night. We had a great chance to catch up. Here's another player. That who I play with in Pittsburgh, he made a great career for himself in Arizona. Now he's just obviously blown up everywhere on TNT and spitting chicklets. But here's another player that you know he fought some of the biggest guys in the league, and he was not that big. You know he's a pretty slender guy, but he's just got those long arms. So when you got a long reach, to me that's everything. I don't care how tough you are. If someone's got you uh, at distance with long arms, you can be the toughest, strongest, hardest hitter in the world. But if you're not connecting, it's not really doing anything. So to me, Robert Bortuzzo uh, would be the kid, the kid I fear still the most. On this team, and you know, guys, he is activated off the IR as of yesterday, and I would not be surprised if we see him uh, come Colorado on Saturday afternoon. All right. Joey V, have a great day. Enjoy the uh, the Whole Foods, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Randy. You keep doing a good job. Not, not quite as good. You're doing fine. Actually, he's doing fine. Hang in there. You know, we got a we got a couple. Uh, we got an amateur in Randy. You got a pro in me. But you, you you keep picking up the slack for Randy's character, will you, Alexa? <laughs> I'll try. I'll try, Joey. <laughs> Love you, Joe. Thanks, guys. Have See a good day. Have a good weekend, Mal. I'll you too. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks. That's the great Joe Vitale on 101 ESPN. Yeah, he caught me off guard when we did uh, pre and post because I forgot about his love for Nat Geo. And oh, he was uh-huh. talking about Tage Thompson, and he was describing him as a baby giraffe. And he got into <laughs> explicit detail on how a baby giraffe is uh, born, comes into this world, wanders around for a little bit before it, it, it finds its own. So uh, it, <laughs> I just said, he's got the words, we got the numbers. Coming up next, we'll show you stats. <laughs> so I went to break.